Welcome to Sophisticated Property Investing, a podcast brought to you by Ethical Property Partners, the experts in sophisticated property investment. Hey, ladies and gents, Frank Flake here. Just before you listen to this episode, I wanted to put out a quick disclaimer and a quick apology, if I'm honest. We have had some gremlins in the system and in a couple of spaces, in a couple of places, there is a bit of electrical interference. Please bear with us. Hopefully you can still understand my message and the learnings are still clear we will do our best to sort these out for the next episode thanks ever so much and enjoy the podcast hi there ladies and gents and welcome to the sophisticated property investing podcast with me your host frank flag in this episode i am going to explain to you the biggest opportunity for you to grow your portfolio in 2023 it is unbelievable how easy it is to buy residential buy-to-let properties and to be honest commercial properties but in this episode I'm going to focus on residential buy-to-let in the current climate and it's only getting better it is getting better and better at the moment which I think is absolutely amazing and here's the thing most people most investors aren't focusing on it most investors aren't focusing on this strategy at all and it's probably because for the last 10 15 years it hasn't been a major strategy but now it absolutely is so before i plow into that let me just explain what i think is going to happen with the economy over the next couple of years i've talked about this before but there is a new indicator that is very, very reliable that I haven't heard many people talk about. And that is just before a recession, usually wages will hit an all-time high just before we go into a recession. Lots of companies are making redundancies now. I was talking to a HR lawyer recently. Loads of their work is in dealing with redundancy. So loads of people are being made redundant at the moment and wages are really really high you only have to look at the news to hear about all the public sector strikes and pay deals being made six percent five percent the fire brigade for example have just been given a seven percent pay rise but that was on top of a five percent pay rise last year so that's 13 percent over two years six and a half percent a year average those are big pay rises and of course i'm at a mastermind today i was at the same mastermind yesterday lots of business owners probably 15 people around the table and perhaps 2,000 employees between us so quite a good representation of different businesses and different wages and one of the guys was asking about you know what salary increases we're giving this year because our employees our teams are seeing all this about the public sector they are wanting that in the private sector so definitely more indicators of a recession lots of chatter at the moment about it not being as deep as 2008 2009 i think perhaps that's possible for sure the difference this time round is we already have quite a 
negative sentiment amongst landlords. So in 2008, 2009, when the credit crunch came around, yes, the recession was much deeper. Yes, the housing crash was really severe. Perhaps we're not going to see that this time. We may do, but perhaps we're not. Maybe it's going to be shallower and longer. But here's the thing. Landlords had just gone through 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, where they had seen amazing increases in capital values and were feeling really rosy. They were getting 85% loan to value, buy to let mortgages. They were able to do same day refinances with the likes of Mortgage Works. There was a really, there wasn't the legislation we have now. You didn't need electrical certificates. You didn't have <laughs> selective licensing. You didn't have Article 4. Oh my goodness, as I list it all, I cannot believe the changes we have seen over the last 15 years. And oh, we didn't have 3% stamp duty, which is now being called on to be increased, by the way. Some um, charities are now asking for this to be or five percent amazing actually the hostility of the current environment towards landlords and therein lies the opportunity guys maintenance costs have gone up all of those legislative burdens have been placed on landlords you now have to check that your tenants are allowed to be in the country <laughs> how on earth can that sit on a landlord's shoulders but it does legally it's our responsibility you have loads and loads of red tape loads and loads of compliance now i don't think we even had the tenancy deposit scheme i think that came in around 2007 2008 i think you before then you could hang on to the deposit so when someone moved in you basically got two months rent in terms of cash flow and then you could just give it back at the end and of course lots of landlords didn't oh we had sale and rent back at that point oh my goodness sale and rent back you could do that legally in 2007 2008 before that became a fca regulated activity it wasn't the fca it was the fsa at that point if anyone remembers that oh my goodness this is a trip down memory lane the reason i, I went down that memory lane though is because those landlords that built their portfolios over decades are now exiting in droves so a lot of landlords are coming to the end of their working careers they don't want to spend 20 hours a week 30 hours a week 15 hours a week managing their portfolios these landlords have 10 20 40 properties and it's time to get out but here's the thing it is very hard to sell a portfolio and the reason it's really hard to sell a portfolio is because usually these properties are a bit tired not always but usually we're buying 46 properties at the moment from landlords so no private individuals just 46 properties all in portfolios the landlords have kept them in a reasonable state of repair, but they are not ready to be sold to first-time buyers, notwithstanding the fact that most first-time buyers aren't looking to buy at the moment um, because their mortgage rates have shot up, their affordability's dropped, they are now eating into their deposits because the cost of living has gone up so high. Of course, I'm stereotyping, but there are less first-time buyers around at the moment than there were a year ago, for sure. What do 
these landlords do. They have a property that's going to be hard to sell. They could sell it, but they're not going to sell it to a first-time buyer with a tenant in situ. So they need to evict the tenant, which sounds really easy, doesn't it? Let's evict the tenant. But actually, that takes two months. Uh, some tenants won't pay the rent in, uh, during those two months. But also, once that tenant moves out, they're covering the mortgage. Now, one, one portfolio we're buying is over 30 properties. If you evict 30 tenants at once, the rent on that portfolio is about £16,000 a month. Well, that landlord will need to find £16,000 a month to cover the mortgages whilst those tenants are empty. But if you think about how long it takes to sell a property, you start doing viewings. Now, let's just say that he spends 10 grand on each property to make it nice, ready for sale. Well, that will be 300 grand on 30 properties straight away. It's just over 30, but call it 30 for ease of mass, 300 grand. But it could easily take four to six months to sell it. Let's call that five months. Let's go in the middle. So now we're at seven months. That's seven months to sell that property. And he's paying 16 grand a month. Whew, that gets expensive, doesn't it? So we're at 112,000 pounds before we've even sold. And then, of course, we've got estate agents' fees and legal fees, etc. But some properties will take longer to sell. So how could he sell more quickly? Well, he could put them into auction. And he could put them into auction with the tenants in situ. And some landlords are, are doing that. We're seeing a real uptick in tenanted properties in auction. But the problem is there aren't the buyers around. There aren't loads of buy-to-let investors that want to buy portfolios at the moment or even want to buy buy-to-lets. And so it's a real supply and demand issue for retiring landlords. And some of these landlords are just old and tired and they just want to retire. They'd probably be retiring even if the going was good. But because the going's so tough and you have to be really on it with your compliance and with your bookkeeping and with all of your red tape the push factors are much greater for investors to exit the market now and I interviewed Ben recently from the NRLA and he was talking about all those push factors and the fact that a lot of their members are wanting to exit the industry right now so you have a golden opportunity this year probably next year but not guaranteed to pick up a few portfolios and you can basically pick up someone's work for the last couple of decades so the price at which we're buying these properties is phenomenally low really really low 75 percent now so some of them we're buying at 75 percent now some of them we're paying 85 percent but over the next 11 years well that's an amazing price to be able to pick property up at so you basically are rolling back the clock years and years and years to be picking these up at these kinds of prices so real golden opportunity how do you find these properties how do you find well more more to the point how do you find these landlords well there's quite a few ways of doing it the first way is to let people know in your social circle that you are in the market for buying portfolios you can talk about it on social media you can tell your friends and family you can tell your letting agents and if you don't have letting agents go meet with letting agents and say look we buy portfolios how many of your landlords would like to sell and here's the key thing when speaking to letting agents make it very clear to them that if you buy a portfolio you always 
leave the management with the existing letting agent because you want to maintain consistency with the tenants you want the tenants to stay in situ and straight away you're of course giving the landlord the vendor the benefit of being able to maintain his income until the day of completion so he's got no missed mortgage payments. So if they're already struggling to make those payments, the last thing they can afford is to evict some tenants and try and sell the properties. Some of them are trying to do that, by the way. But the problem with that is it takes so long. And some of them are getting to the end of their mortgage products, by the way, the end of 20 years, and now they need to sell. And you can't sell quickly. So lots of reasons, lots of push factors out of the industry so you can talk to the letting agents about how you would love to take over the portfolio you would love to buy that from the uh, from landlords who have they got that's a bit tired as a landlord a bit fed up and might be interested in a very smooth and swift sale um, if you're thinking well I haven't got the money Frank to buy 30 properties do you know what those 46 properties that we're buying all of them are no money down I'm not putting any of my own money into any of them we've got various strategies that we're doing we're taking on some private investor finance to give some of these landlords some cash up front um, some of them we're doing on an exchange with a delayed completion up to 11 years on that particular portfolio so you don't need to have millions of pounds in the bank to do these deals you can do these as no money down deals and here's the irony the irony is that these landlords these vendors are going to want to sit down with you and shoot the breeze they're going to want to sit down and negotiate because they will know how rubbish the agents are they'll know how rubbish the letting agents are how rubbish the estate agents are at negotiating so they will want to sit down with you whereas when you're buying from mr and mrs jones who are selling their own home they're scared of sitting down with you they want you to negotiate through the agent because they feel like the agent's got some superpower and is going to do a really good job and so that's the benefit of negotiating with a sophisticated investor who backs themselves to negotiate they will actually be keen to sit down with you and and actually get to the nub of the situation so really really positive news for anyone who has an appetite and I, I know that you guys are listening to this because you have an appetite to grow your portfolio so my suggestion is get out there let people know let letting agents know speak to estate agents about wanting to buy tenanted properties wanting to buy portfolios they are all over the place and um, you could even go on property Facebook groups and forums and let people know that you buy property portfolios you'd be amazed at how many inquiries you get if we can help you with that guys at ethical property partners then don't hesitate to get in touch get in touch with us we would love to teach you how you can start buying your no money down portfolios from landlords who are at the end of their careers and would love to hand their portfolios over to someone who's going to continue to grow it who's going to continue to look after their tenants and not evict them that's that's one of the main drivers by the way from landlords landlords really care about their tenants in my experience and really value the fact that they're selling to someone who's going to keep those tenants in situ guys until next time happy investing sophisticated property investing a podcast brought to you by ethical property partners the experts in sophisticated property investment